Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It's day 1,609 of our broadcast. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. What's the news, you two? Well, there's something that we want to discuss with you. Now don't get mad. What? While you were out yesterday, Agnes and I met with a man named John. He's been a listener for over a year. We got him fixed up in a room over at Amoria, and he was eager to meet with us, even though you weren't here, because he's got plans. We really liked him and what he had to say. So hear me out on this, okay? John wants to change our business model over at Amoria. It's not a business. It's a community. Okay, maybe I'm using the wrong terminology. He was talking with us about his ideas on changing our approach. We've been struggling with this since its inception. Amoria hasn't become the type of community that we had envisioned, but it has grown and developed into something all its own. And John thinks we need to lean into that. We need to support this adolescent residential space as it discovers its own identity. Okay. It isn't Jennifer's oldest child discovering who he is in this strange new world we're living in. But it might help to look at it that way, Max. When parents bring kids into the world, they have hopes and dreams and visions for the kind of people that their children are going to grow up to be. But babies grow into autonomous humans with their own personalities and identities, with hopes and dreams of their own that may or may not match those of their parents. We've talked about this before, about how important it is to support kids in becoming themselves rather than who their parents might have wanted them to be. About rather than pushing back when they express the desire to look or be a certain way that parents can support and encourage their child to discover who they are and help them become the best version of themselves that they can be. Okay, I think I'm following you on this parallel, but can we bring it back to Amoria? What are you suggesting? Well, we've wanted Amoria to be a place where people live and call home, where folks work together at the task of survival. We've envisioned a solid, consistent group of residents that share resources and have game nights. So we took what we had at our disposal here on campus and tried to make it into what we hoped would be the latticework on which that community could grow if we planted the seeds. And we've done good work. How, how would you describe what we've managed to cultivate at Moria, as you would describe it to a visitor? Uh, well, um, we've got comfortable rooms to live in with decent security. Many of which have beautiful views of the ocean. Right. And we've got the resources provided by being on the water, like great food sources complemented by established gardens growing food. We've got multiple sources of fresh water between rain barrels and desalinating seawater and easily digging wells with the high water table. We have our own wind-generated power, offering battery charging. Okay, we've got the basics covered. What else does Amoria have to offer? What about entertainment? Well, it's got adult entertainment for those that are looking for that. Uh, It's got the beach, a casino, a library... Not to mention animal companionship. Susa has done great work re-domesticating our semi-feral dog pack. 
They still have the run of the whole area, but many of those pups are choosing to reestablish human bonds. Sounds pretty great, right? It is pretty great. Most everyone who stayed here has really liked it for however long they've been here. And John was really pleased when we showed him around yesterday. But not in a checking out the house I want to buy kind of way. He was looking at it from a different angle. He doesn't see Amoria as we do. He's a businessman with a background in hospitality. And he's looking at Amoria as resort accommodations. A hotel? Not exactly. What John is proposing is a little more of a hybrid model. Sort of a cross between Airbnb, vacation rental, beach condo, and even a long-term stay situation. A post-apocalyptic seaside resort. I feel like you've called it that before. Because that's what it's turning into on its own. Let's embrace it and run with it. John was telling us about this vision he has. Like I said, he's been a listener for a while, so he's heard this whole journey that we've been on with Amoria. He wants to rebrand it to be a place people want to come to stay for a weekend at the beach or a whole season. Have it be a getaway vacation spot, a a sabbatical destination, a kind of retreat location. He thinks we've got something here, and he wants to help Amoria reach its full potential. What about the Garcias, our realtors, who have been working all this time to attract permanent residents to move in? They agree with John. He already met with them, too. All of this went on behind my back? Max, nothing happened behind your back. You were over at Gibstein's Lighthouse all day yesterday and got back late last night. You have to admit that this has been a long time coming. And Sousa? And Gully? We're not kicking anyone out. You know we love both of them. In fact, both of those folks add to what Amoria has to offer. Agreed? Yeah, but... Max, we know this is hard. We know Amoria hasn't been what you've wanted it to be. But that doesn't mean that it's not a great place. And it can, and it can continue to be great and wonderful, and we can grow along with it. We'll give you some time to think things over and process. And then later today, will you please meet with John? He's really excited about implementing his ideas. He has the background and experience that we don't to really make this work. Please, Max. Okay. Uh, I'm really wrestling with this, but I'll try and keep an open mind. Um, Sign us out. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.